Welcome to the Yes Mujer Build It podcast, the podcast for ambitious mujeres who are committed to building a business, career, and life they love. I am Master Coach Wendy Amara, and I'm going to teach you the mindset tools and strategy that will help you stay in consistent action so you can build it. Let's get started. Hello, hello, powerful mujeres. I'm so excited to be with all of you again today talking about a subject that I think plagues a lot of us, especially as busy Latinas, as professionals, as business owners, as moms. And that is the topic of time, our relationship with time, how we look at time, the feeling around time that we have. You know, some of us can actually feel time. You can train yourself to feel time and not actually need a watch or a clock or your iPhone or whatever to manage your life. Uh, different ways of relating to time and how time shows up in our day-to-day life. One of the questions I get oftentimes with clients is this question of how do I expand time? Because there never seems to be enough hours in the day. Let's start by looking at how you see your relationship with time. Because real-time management is not about whether or not you have a good scheduling app or a good project management system or reminders set on your phone. It's not about all those time hacks, which, listen, there's a lot of them out there and some work really well. Some of them are really powerful. But you know what's even more powerful than the right planner or the right scheduler or breaking down your calendar in a particular system? What's even more powerful than all of those tools is your brain. Your brain is like a computer. And the way it relates to time is super important. So if we can first start with your relationship with time, then when you decide to use whatever time hack you decide to use, that will work even better. That time hack app or system will work even better because you're now looking at time from a different perspective, right? You're now stepping into a different version of you who looks at time in a new way. So let's start with the question first. What is your current relationship with time? If you had to describe your current relationship with time, the way you describe, let's say, your relationship with a friend or your relationship with a coworker. So if time was a person that showed up in your life all of a sudden, right? And I think there was a movie where this actually happened, where time showed up as this being. So if time was a person that showed up in your life and you were in a relationship with time, how would you describe the relationship? <laughs> Let me share with you what some of my clients have said, how some of them have shared their experience and relationship with time. I had a client a couple of years ago who told me, basically, she's like, oh my God, I hate time. I hate time because there's never enough of it. So I feel like she never expands for me. She treats me badly because she's always rushing me. So if time was a person and I was in a relationship with them, I would describe the relationship as a relationship full of frustration, full of anger at times, 
um, and sadness other times because it feels like time is just running out. I always want more and there's not enough. Another client, this was a a few more years ago, uh, described her relationship with time. You know, if time was a person and time showed up all of a sudden at my doorstep, (laughs) what would be my relationship with her? And she said, you know, I think I would just kind of ignore her and avoid her at times and only pay attention to her when I actually have to get something done. Like when the fan hits the ceiling, so to speak, and you have to move into action no matter what. And all of a sudden you're very aware of time, right? There's some of us that we're either moving five miles an hour or we're moving a hundred miles an hour, but there's no real in between. And that could be you. (laughs) So there's different ways to relate to time. And I, I should start with the basics that you may not know this, but you actually do have a relationship with time. You currently have a relationship with time, just like you have a relationship with money and you have a relationship with other people. You have a relationship with time. It's one of those factors of life that doesn't go away until, of course, you pass away, (laughs) but feels different at different times, right? The relationship we have with it feels different at different parts of our lives. So what is your current relationship with time? That's question number one. In fact, if you want to write this question down and answer it, I think this would be a good time to answer it. If you had to describe your relationship with time in one word, what would it be? Are you guys friends? Are you guys enemies? Uh, Are you always fighting each other, right? Or are you really close that you could feel each other, that you, you live by time? Is time your boss or are you time's boss? That's another way to look at the the process or the, the steps to building a relationship with time. So question number one is where am I at currently? As it is with most of the work we're going to do here, guys, in terms of really transforming your life into what's next, step one is looking at where are you at currently, right? If you want to shift your thoughts or shift your feelings or level up your feelings or your life, you got to start with where am I at now? So powerful question. How would you describe your relationship with time now? Yeah. Now let's look at what is the kind of relationship you wish you had with time? So step two is asking yourself, if I could wave a magic wand, what is the relationship I would like to have with time? How is that different than the relationship I currently have? So allow yourself to dream a little bit and think about what's the relationship I wish I had with time. I know when I've asked my clients this question in the past, they've come up with answers like, I wish I had an expansive relationship with time where time could expand whenever I needed to expand, could contract whenever I needed to contract, could grow whenever I needed to grow. That time wasn't this set thing that I always had to be checking, but I could kind of feel, almost feel in my body. Yeah. I've heard other people share that they wish they had a relationship with time like they do with their best friend, where they can always count on each other. They can rely on each other. There's kind of this feeling of, I've got your back. Yeah. What would it look like if time had your back? (laughs) What would your life look like? What would you be able to get done if you had a relationship with time where time really was supporting you? 
was giving to you as much as you feel you give to time? Yes, it's a fascinating question, right? You probably have never looked at time like something you have a relationship with. So second question is, what kind of relationship do you want with time? If you could choose your relationship, how would you want it to be? How would you describe it? What would you categorize it as? Like for me, I feel my relationship with time has really grown, especially after I had the twins. Before then, it was a weird relationship. I think when I was a kid, I didn't even think about time. And that's true for most of us. If you remember when you're a kid, like time is expansive. It just goes. And you're not really thinking about what time do I have to be at school? What time do I have to be at practice? Until you start to get older. And then you start to worry about time. Or that was my experience. I started to worry about not having enough of it, right? Oh, I'm running out of time to write that paper. I'm running out of time to make it to the office. I'm running out of time to pick this up or that up. So my relationship with time started to be this almost a fighting relationship where I always felt like I was fighting for more of it. Like, give me more. Just give me more. If I had one more hour in the day, right, I would get more done or I could relax. Yeah. So there were times where I felt really frustrated with it. But one of the biggest wake up calls I had in my life was when the twins were born because our relationship with time really changed then. All of a sudden, we had to be really present all the time with very little sleep, but fully present to what these two little humans needed from us. And we also had my older daughter, who at the time was three. So we also needed to be really present to a three-year-old, right? A toddler that's running around and getting potty trained and all that kind of stuff requires you to be really focused in the moment. And I feel like we lived in these two to three hour increments because you had to feed the babies every two to three hours. I was nursing them. So there was these like two or three hour you know, cycles of like changing diapers and feeding babies and cleaning the bottles and pumping if I needed to pump. All of that was happening in like two to three hour intervals. So that first year felt like I lived in these two to three hour intervals. And it was just about being present for the three hours. And then it would start again. And then it would go again. And in the evenings, yes, there would be some sleep, although not enough sleep for me anyways. So it would, it would start all over the next day, right? It just felt like that was the cycle. If you really look at your life, I bet you, you have been through times in your life where your relationship with time changed, where it either felt shorter, like you could get a lot of things done in a short period of time. Or it felt expansive, like if you ever moved to another country and lived in another country, time might have felt different in that other place than in your home. So time is not this finite thing that we just have to deal with no matter what. It actually is a relationship that we have with it. And it does actually feel different at different points in our lives, in different areas of our lives also. Like time might feel different in your business than it does in your home life. In your home life, maybe it feels more expansive. Like you don't have to look at your watch or your, you know, Apple watch every five minutes after six o'clock. But at work, you feel like you have to look at your email every five minutes. Or the opposite, right? The opposite could be true. I know people who feel more expansive in their work life. Like they don't have to be checking everything all the time. But as soon as they get home, 
they feel all this pressure to be on top of a bunch of things. So it could be different for you. It just depends on what's going on in your life and what else you have uh, in terms of how you view time. So question number two is, what's the kind of relationship you would like to have with time? Write that down. What is the kind of relationship you wish you had? If time was a person, how would you like to describe that relationship, right? For me, I said that really feels like expansiveness and time is my best friend. Sometimes she doesn't expand. Sometimes she contracts because I need to get something done quicker, faster, easier, or I need there to be less time instead of more time. So sometimes that's the solution because I find myself being able to get more things done if I have less time. I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but if you give me three hours to do three things, I'll take all three hours. But if you give me one hour to get these three things done, chances are I can get the three things done in one hour. <laughs> I can just go into this hyper-focus mode, right? It's part of the ADHD brain that I have where I just go into this hyper-focus and I can get all three things done in one hour. And so then I'm always like, okay, I want three more things for the next hour. But I can't function like that all the time. <laughs> so there is an ebb and flow with time that I think is really important. Lastly. Once you have looked at your current relationship and also spent some time sitting in the dream of what you want to have with time, the third question is, how do I need to treat time in order to end up having the relationship I want? Who do I need to be with time such that I can get the relationship that I want with it? So if you want an expansive relationship with time, how do you think you need to show up in your relationship with it? How do you need to treat time? And you might be thinking, what are you talking about, Wendy? I don't really have a relationship with time, so I don't treat it any way. Ah, you do have a relationship with time. And whether you know it or not, you are treating it a certain way. There are times where you're treating it well. And there are times where you're treating it not so well. For example, maybe there are times where you say you're going to do something by a certain time and you don't. You just throw it off the list or you forget or maybe you don't even forget. You remember you just choose not to follow through with your word, right? Yeah. So if there was literally a person called time, waiting for you to get something done at four o'clock, right? You put it in your calendar at 4 p.m. and you go to do it. And there's a person waiting there for you. If you decide, forget it, I just don't feel like it, or this other thing became a distraction, or you do actually forget, how do you think that person feels? That person that's waiting for you at four o'clock to get the thing done. I know what many of you are thinking, if there was an actual person waiting for you, you'd probably show up, right? Yeah. But the thing that's waiting for you, the relationship that's standing on the other end of that is time. Time is waiting for you. And if you don't follow through, it's actually a disrespect to time. How are you treating time? How have you been treating time? Because if you categorize your relationship with time as a negative one, chances are you haven't been treating her very well. Oh, which, by the way, I call her a she. <laughs> That's my relationship with her. 
Uh, but you can call her a him or a they or whatever you want to call time. You can also name time, by the way. It helps to give her a name or him a name because then you can start to see this relationship that you have. So if, if you answered the first question I asked in a kind of negative way, chances are that you haven't been able to build a good relationship with time. And some of that is because of how you have been showing up, how you have been mistreating time or not taking it as seriously or avoiding it, right? Some of you lie to time. You say you're going to do something and you really already know you're not going to do it by that time, but you say it anyways. You lie on your calendar when you put things down. Because again, you know, mm, yeah, that's not going to work. Or you have such a faraway relationship with time. You you're, you don't really feel it. You can't really calculate how long something is going to take or not because you've never done the work to create a close relationship. You have such a distance with time that you can't tell if something's going to take you 30 minutes or an hour or five hours, right? Or your brain lies to you. So look at how you've been consciously creating a relationship with time. How have you been treating it? And what is the way you would need to treat time if you wanted to have a better relationship? So if you answered a positive statement to question number two, what kind of relationship do you want to have with time? Who do you need to be? How do you need to show up? How do you need to treat time in order to create that Chances are you need to show up more respectful of time, more aware of time, maybe even more vulnerable with it, more raw and honest with it, right? That tends to help create a connected relationship so that it doesn't feel like time is against you, but it feels like time is a relationship that you use throughout your day to move things forward. And that time is working with you, that time is working for you. How would you need to show up in your day to day life to change your relationship with time into a relationship that is actually respectful, that allows you to expand it when you need to expand it, that allows you to contract it when you need to contract it? What would be different in your life if you could show up that way? That is a powerful question. And what I mean by who do you need to be, your way of being is your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your intentions, and the energy behind the thing that you do. So who do you need to be to show up in such a way with time means what are the thoughts that you need to be thinking about time? What are the feelings that would help you to create a positive relationship with time? What are the frequency vibrations that you want to vibrate at when you think of time? And what is your intention with it? What do you want to feel when it comes to it? If we just start with thoughts, like what are the thoughts you want to think when it comes to time? A powerful thought you can step into is that time is on your side. The time does have your back if you want it to. <laughs> that time is your best friend, right? That's a powerful thought. Or whatever your version is of that, whatever your experience is that you want to step into. What I want to remind you of is that, one, 
You do have a relationship with time. Two, it's up to you what kind of relationship you have with time. You get to decide that. And you decide that based on who you're being and how you're treating time. If you start to treat time with more awareness, more kindness, maybe even loving, it's going to show up for you. You're going to start to feel it differently. You're going to start to feel that it gives you more at times. Yes, I know that sounds a little crazy, but as you start to practice this, everything starts with our thoughts. And so I really challenge you to start thinking of time from the perspective of there's enough time for me to do everything that I really want to do. I have enough time for me to get the things done that are really important to me and keep moving in that angle, keep moving in that space, keep moving towards that belief and see what happens. Start to notice in a couple of weeks how time has shown up for you. For example, have there been moments where time expanded for you? where you thought something was going to take you 10 minutes, but it really took you 20 minutes and you were okay. You still made the deadline or you still turned in the thing on time or there was no major catastrophic event because it took you longer, right? We just had something happen today with time this morning in regards to the power going out in our house. The power went out and I had a very important work thing I had to get done today. So I was like, oh, my gosh, what if the power is going to be out for like two or three hours? I'm not going to be able to meet this deadline that I have. Luckily, the power only went out for about 35 minutes, 35 or 40 minutes. Yeah. So I took a moment to thank time, took a moment to sit in. Thank goodness this was a short power outage, not a long power outage, because the difference could have made a big difference in my ability to get things done today. And the awareness I have around my relationship with time is what allowed me to stop in the moment and thank time. Actually say, thank you, time. I'm grateful that it only took 30 minutes, the power outage, and that the power was back after 30 minutes. That's an example of the way in which time gives you, gives to you, gives time to you, gives expansiveness to you. Yeah. Another example is if you've ever found a parking spot really quickly. I mean, I live in L.A., so everybody has cars here in L.A., right? (laughs) I don't know where you're listening in from. But for those of us that have cars, finding parking spots, especially in downtown L.A. or certain areas of Los Angeles, even when you're going to like a Costco, it's crazy. It's really hard at times to find a parking spot. And yet there are times when I will pull into a parking lot and there will be a spot available right in front of me that only took two minutes to find, sometimes less than a minute to find. Yay for that. That is another way in which time is giving to you. Time is allowing you. Yeah. Or if you've ever had a situation where you walk into a store and you find exactly what you were looking for really quickly, like you happen to turn down a certain aisle and there's the thing and you're like, oh, great. Here's the chips I was looking for. Here's the tortillas I was looking for. So it doesn't require you to go all through the store. Amazing. Those are the moments where you get to stop and thank time. Those are the moments that you become more aware of as you start to consciously build this new relationship with time. So 
my dear, this is an invitation to start looking at time from a different perspective. Start looking at time like she is standing next to you. How do you treat her currently? (laughs) What's your current relationship with her? How would you describe your current relationship with her? What is the relationship you wish you had with her? What kind of relationship do you want to build with her? And lastly, who do you need to be to make that new relationship happen? Those are the questions, my dear. I am here to support you in building this new awareness. Start with this first, and then we can get to how to use your calendar to get more things done and all of that juiciness, which I will also do a podcast on because many of you are packing up your calendar and your schedule and your to-do list with unrealistic expectations of yourself. So we will be talking about that also. Meanwhile, decide what kind of relationship you want to have with time and then actually give time a name. Give it a name so that you can start to consciously build this relationship so that you start to feel and believe that there is enough time for you to get everything done that you want to get done. All right. I'll see you on the next episode. This is your reminder, Muhed, that you can absolutely build it. You can build the business that you want. You can build the career that you want. You can build yourself into the person that makes all of that happen. And it requires learning how to manage your human brain, learning how to dance with your emotions, and learning how to stay in consistent action, which is exactly what I teach in Inspired Action, my group coaching program. Join us today for accountability, support, community, entrepreneurship, strategy, and actually learning how to implement the mindset tools that I talk about here. Go to wendyamara.com and click on Inspired Action to learn more. You can also follow me on Instagram at wendyamara to stay up to date on my latest offerings. Don't forget, Muhed, that if you really want to learn to swim, you have to get in the water. So come take action with us. We get in the water every single week. I'll see you on the next Yes, New Head. Build it.